Welcome to the Sense of Soul podcast. We are your hosts, Shannon and Mandy. Grab your coffee, open your mind, heart, and soul. It's time to awaken. Happy New Year! You guys made it through the holidays. Woo woo! Yes, and we took a little break last week. Yeah, we didn't plan on it, but we had to practice what we preach and do a little bit of self-care because with the holidays, we knew we were going to get overwhelmed adding in the podcast. We look forward to this next year with lots of new adventures like our Sense of Soul truck, and we're still excited to do our podcast. And this year, we've already planned out like this first month on what we'll be talking about. And we really look forward to sharing some of our favorite people with you. Like we're going to be doing an episode on Thich Nhat Hanh, And we're also going to get more into the chakras, maybe even do like a seven week chakra. Mm, fun. Yeah. I, I, the first thing that comes to mind is I can't believe we haven't already done that. I know, right. <laughs> so you have to excuse me because I'm sick. And so I might sound like I'm holding my nose. She is. Like, a, <laughs> like she's scuba diving. Yeah. She's a little not... nasally today. Yes, I am. But I think that might have been my bad because I had it like a week ago. And tis the season also to, you know, be sick. So everyone, all of our listeners, use lots of hand sanitizer and take vitamin C and be proactive and take probiotics because a lot of people are sick right now. (laughs) Yeah. I'm sorry you don't feel good, Shanna. But we will get through this episode because it's so exciting. It is New Year's Eve. And I know Mandy and I, we don't do much. We're not like huge New Year's Eve people. No, I remember back in my drinking days, though, it was probably one of my favorites because, oh yeah, you go to the mall, you get nice, cute new outfit, you spend tons of money on it, heels Uh, and do your hair and plan like some big party somewhere. And it was always a huge thing in Vegas, especially. Yeah. So if you are going out tonight, please be careful. Yeah, be careful, be safe, make good choices, Uber if you need be. Um, yeah, just be careful. Make wise choices. Mm-hmm. So 2020, I mean, this yeah. is kind of like, I don't know, every time I say 2020, I think of like Barbara Walters. <laughs> <laughs> so 2020, funny. the Roman numerals MMXX. Ooh, cool. Yeah. It's the end of a decade. Yeah. Right? So, and, and wait, what's even more weird is I feel like it was just 2000. Me too. I feel like that was just the other day. Oh my God. Actually, that just gave me a little bit of um, like anxiety in my chest. Like time really, truly does fly by. Yeah. We were like partying like it's 1999 <laughs> and then now we're 2020. It was when the world was supposed to end yeah. in 2000. It was when you, all of our electricity and everything was supposed yeah. to shut down all right. over the whole world yeah. and none of that happened. No, we like sat there and waited for it just to see if there'd be maybe even like a flicker in the electricity. A, a glitch in the system. Right, something. Yeah, the second coming of Christ. So what do they say about 2020? I, I do know that the number 20 itself symbolizes change, transformation, and improvement. Mm-hmm. And this is according to like numerology. Maybe some sort of spiritual awakening. Mm, I like that. Yeah. Um, the Chinese horoscope for 2020 um, for the 12 animal signs is... The rat. Oh, the rat. Yep, the rat. The rat is the first sign from the 12 animals cycle of the Chinese astrology. And for this reason, 2020 is considered a year of new beginnings and renewals. Awesome. Yeah. 
So um, another thing is that it will be a leap year. My grandma, my dad said she was born on leap year on the 29th of that February. That whole leap year thing confuses me. I have a family member who was born on leap year and their parents actually changed the date on the birth certificate because they didn't want to deal with it. Oh, I would think it'd be so fun. I don't know. Kind of unique. Why do they have a leap year? Julius Caesar was behind the origin of leap year in 45 BC. The, the early Romans had a 355-day calendar to keep festivals occurring at the same season each year. Julius Caesar was the father of leap year. He decided to simplify things and added days to different months to the year to create the 365-day calendar. The actual calculations were made by Caesar's astronomer. Every fourth year following the 28th day of February 29th, one day was to be added, making every fourth year a leap year. All right. Well, thank you, Julius Caesar, for confusing the shit out of everybody. <laughs> Who would have thought? I thought Julius Caesar was just known as this very... Um, ripped man with like a large with a nice haircut no i was thinking about more of his like man do, parts do you remember when the guys all were getting like the caesar cuts uh, no oh you don't i'm thinking of the wrong julius caesar no he's like, I'm a, he's like a looking god yeah yeah, with yeah all... in like his little white robe with his with little his penis hanging out i don't know about that yes no that's <laughs> Oh, goodness. Gosh, I didn't know Julius Caesar was such a big part of our calendar. Yeah, actually, because of his calendar and his tweaks he made to it, that is why we have the New Year's Eve celebration. That, and it's also said that the reason why he moved around some of the dates as he did was due to politics and also elections that they held. Everything's always about politics. I know. Ridiculous. What other interesting things are said to come in this rat year? Things to look forward to in 2020. CNN did a cool article, and I just put down some of my favorites. Um, it was an article by A.J. Williamham, and it was called The New Decade. One thing we have to look forward to is the Summer Olympics in Tokyo. Do you oh. watch the Olympics? Um, I am trying to think. I like the summer better than the winter, to be yeah. honest. Yeah. Yeah. Some really phenomenal movies are supposed to be coming out. The E.T. one. Oh. Um, yeah, but when they remake stuff, it's just never no, as good. The same. Yeah, I can't. I want to go see the Fred Rogers movie so you, bad. I know you. Do. I love Mr. Rogers. Don't well, even get me started. Yeah, yeah. But I want to go. So Shannon and I both would suggest that podcast. Oh, it's called Finding Fred. Yeah, it got her, and oh. then she passed it on to me, and I listened to the first four episodes. And I it's just really good. It's such a good feeling a really good feeling I could cry though I can't even so I had a teacher who used to come into the classroom uh-huh. every day and pretend he was Mr. Rogers and take off his shoe and take off his shoes and oh his sweater and I hang it. it up on a hanger no way would he sing oh yeah he would do it every single morning and this is actually very traumatizing for me because he just disappeared one day and never came back. Oh, my God. Dude, and we should they, look into that. They told us he was sick. Oh no, no, he wasn't abducted by aliens or anything. How do you know? Well, I actually don't. Yeah. But my mom worked at the school, and we found out oh. later it was they were covering up for the fact that he had AIDS. Oh. And so they didn't tell anyone what had happened to him and died of AIDS. Oh, he died? Mm -hmm. Oh, my God, that was so sad. So I have this pink heart that he passed it out to the classroom, and it was a one free assignment, and he wrote, like, this cute little note to me, and I still have it. Oh. That was, like, in fourth grade. You know, I always, I loved my fourth grade teacher. Third grade, fourth Mm. grade, those were the best teachers. They were always the most memorable. They were. 
So yeah, the Summer Olympics, some movies that are supposed to be pretty phenomenal. Of course, the election. Um, Mars is supposed to have some crazy retrograde. Um, there's going to be a new Washington Monument opening. There is also going to be the introduction of new um, immunotherapy treatment that helps people with peanut allergies. Oh. They're supposed to say it's supposed is- to be profound. Well, that's good because it's pro- profoundly common right now that people are all... I mean, I Kenzie got in trouble because I sent her with a peanut butter jelly sandwich to school. Here you go. Here's a good one. PlayStation 5 and the Xbox Series X are coming out. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so get your wallets ready. Exactly. Um, they are going to introduce the first electronic truck. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Tesla? Oh, gosh. I don't even know. Just um, don't throw boulders at windows. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that's so funny. Um, here is some other articles that I found. It was really funny. It was like predictions of 2020. Uh-huh. And uh, one said that the Patriots will win the Super Bowl. I mean, come oh, on. Hello. Oh, hello. Um, no, that would be the Saints. What is wrong with these predictions? <laughs> or the Broncos. They clearly can't see. The Saints will be doing that. They're definitely not gifted mediums. Oh, my gosh. Not at all. I mean, it's definitely going to be the Saints this year. They said 2020 is going to introduce a whole new meaning to security and cameras. They said oh. every single street, every single store, <laughs> there will be nowhere you can go and hide from having security watching you. And that's kind of funny because our girls got the Vector robot for Christmas, and that's pretty creepy. Yeah. My uh, 15-year-old, Trina, was like, Mom, did you know this thing never shuts down? It can just take pictures of you all day. So it's like <laughs> Alexa, so it listens to everything, but it is also learning. And it moves. Yeah, and it moves. And it's so cute. It is so cute. They said that books are going to become a lost cause. People are turning to podcasts. Yes, or Audible. I mean, I listen to all my books. I don't know. There is something to be said about holding a book. I was going to say, any time I really loved the Audible book, Mm -hmm. I would go online and buy the physical book. Yeah. Because it's like I wanted to see it. I wanted to reread it oh, a I few like times that. because yeah. I was like, I really liked that chapter or whatever. But I want to like sink into it. Let me see some other ones. Oh, some serious privacy issues. Not that we all don't already know that. That yeah. people's data is going to be shared, you know, all over. So be careful when you're right. on social media and you do these like little, these questionnaires oh. and to see what your horoscope's going to be and blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah. Like that you're actually giving permission. them permission. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The population is going to be reaching 8 billion. Okay. Um, self-driving cars, which we already have seen those starting to emerge. Um, retirement age is going to go f- from 67 to 70. So people are retiring later. But they're saying people are going to start living longer, like into their hundreds. That soon people, Americans, will be voting electronically from their home. Isn't that interesting? It's very interesting. Because I'm I mean, you, Wait, they, they already <laughs> think that there's like corrupt... Uh, voting and all that. So now it's going to be all like electronic Like while you're taking completely. a shit, you're voting for Trump? Well, not only that, not everybody <laughs> has the capability to do that. No, you're right. But they'll still have, I'm sure, the polls open. It's just going to be another option. Right. Fuel in cars will sooner than later be lasting over a year. Could you imagine only having to fill up your tank one time? Because wow. it's going to be um, hydrogen. Fuel. Interesting. And I wonder how that'll affect our diesel truck. 
We'll have to learn about that, yeah. like Mandy. Yeah, we will. Do we need to put some gel in that shit? They said um, the first hydro- hydrogen train will come out. Oh. Yeah. Heart disease and depression will be at an ultimate high. Oh, that's sad. I because know. you know what that says. That stress is at an ultimate high then. Because yeah. it's like the number one cause of heart disease. Mm, that's sad. Yeah. That there was a prediction that we will land on Mars. Yeah, I see that happening. And then, of course, another kind of sad one, that global warming is going to be in full force and that we're going to see a massive amount of ice caps just dissolving. Did you see how that the the direction that our planet is going north? No. Is being shifted and pulled towards the north at a very rapid speed. Are you serious? Yes. Just like right now. Or for like winter solstice. So go to our website. Go to Sense of Soul. <laughs> no, I went because I want you to read what it says. It's really freaking crazy. So this is uh, M&M dot not M&Ms but M-N-N dot com. It talks about whenever you hold a compass, the needle points to magnetic north near the North Pole. For centuries, the magnetic north has led navigators and explorers around the world. But now, this magnetic north pole is currently shifting at a faster rate than any time in human history. It's moving about 50 kilometers, 30 miles a year. It really accelerated in the last 40 years. It says that a five-year update of the World Magnetic Model, the WMM, was due in 2020, but that was moved up after the U.S. military requested an earlier review. A new update to the WMM was released on December 10th, the following year of adjustments. The new model forecasts the North Magnetic Pole will continue drifting toward Russia, uh oh. <laughs> I bet Trump's excited about that. <laughs> Although at a slowly decreasing speed, down to about 40 kilometers per year compared to the average speed of 55 kilometers over the past 20 years. The model is the work of the National Centers for Environmental Information, the NCEI, which is part of NOAA and the British Geological Survey. Oh my gosh. Airports are having to change the names of their runways to better correspond to their current direction relative to the magnetic north. Wow. Holy crap. The compass is off roughly one degree every five years. <laughs> Shit, what's yeah. happening? So it says... It can't be good. It might cause migration issues for wildlife, such as birds. I mean, how the fuck are they going to know if they're flying south? <laughs> <laughs> Um, for the turtles and other sea creatures that use Earth's magnetic field to navigate over great distances, the turtles are going to be fucking confused. Uh, Don't worry, people. It does say. It, right now, it's not affecting our smartphones, GPS devices. Thank God. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mandy would never be able to find my, my home. <laughs> or her home. Yeah, oh, no. no. But yeah, go on to our Facebook, Sense of Soul, and I posted that article. It's insane. This article just came out last week. It's crazy. Are the mountains not going to be west anymore? (laughs) I'll be like, screwed. I'll be fucked. (laughs) So another um, article I read that I just wanted to share that's kind of funny Uh was in the USA Today. Really funny predictions that they made centuries ago Uh that apes were going to be our chauffeurs. Ah! (laughs) (laughs) That we will eat candy made of underwear. 
Oh, well, actually, I have some. Not edible underwear. Oh. Candy made of underwear. Oh, ew. (laughs) You have edible candy? I mean, you have edible underwear? Hey, George, will you take me to the store? I want to get some edible underwear. No, candy made of underwear. Oh, candy made of underwear. That's gross. But I I love that you just admitted to our listeners that you have edible underwear. I don't know why I do. (laughs) (laughs) You really do. You better. I have some in that drawer. But it's probably expired, believe me. Okay, they said we were going to have flying houses, personal helicopters, that C and Q were not going to be part of the alphabet, that we were going to be able to teleport by now, that the roads would be tubes, um, that mail would be sent by rockets, um, that we would all be walking around with antenna hats and disposable socks. Meet George Jetson. (laughs) That's what they were thinking. That we'd have blood banks for teeth. That what? everybody would be vegetarians by now. Well, that's going that way. Yeah. And that by now they... Also, another prediction was that we wouldn't need to eat food by now. Oh, really? Uh-huh. And that we'd have robot therapists. Oh, my gosh, girl. There's so much about 2020 that's so fun. I would... Right. But, so they say 2020 is about vision. Mm. Right? Chana and I had a conversation this morning <laughs> that I think is worth talking about on a more deeper level. We were talking about... New Year's resolutions. And it took me to this place of a meditation that I had written about a year, a little bit over a year ago. And it was about the winter solstice. And people might be feeling it right now. You know, it's they're like December 21st. I think the winter solstice is when it gets darker earlier. Um, just like Everyone knows in the winter, a lot of animals hibernate. It can be a hard time of year for people because of the darkness. And I was thinking about how maybe we could take this as a time of enlightenment to be comfortable in the dark, to maybe look into some dark places in our life, that maybe during this time of the year, we could take more time to ourselves and hibernate like these animals do and go within and really take time to reflect. And then when we do look into our New Year's resolutions and we start talking about the law of attraction, then maybe we could implement that into what you were talking about this morning, Shanna, with the law of attraction, how sometimes you have to really dig deep into spots and into your past in order to manifest law of attraction into your new year. When I think about starting a new year, you know, people want to say, um, oh, I'm going to quit this or I'm going to, you know, do this more this year. A lot of times people are like, oh, I'm going to quit smoking. I'm going to quit drinking. I'm going to go on a diet. I'm going to, I mean, there's all these things. And of course, even if they do it for like a month or whatever, they, you know, going to make the same resolution the next year. But I suggest go deeper. Like Mandy said, that's going to be your key because it's going to be Really, truly, and I know Mandy and I probably say this every single episode, but awareness is going to be where it's at. To identify, you know, what's going on inside of you, identifying those negative thought patterns, um, going very deeply within and, and accepting who you are and learning to love yourself, meeting your soul and getting to know yourself and finding your path and purpose. Yeah. So we were talking about this morning about how like you could manifest and say affirmations all day long. Like in 2020, I'm going to be happy. In 2020, I'm going to love myself more. In 2020, I'm going to have financial abundance. Right. We could say this 
over and over, but Shanna brought up a very, you know, valid point. It's one thing to say it. It's another thing to believe it, but you can't do it. It won't work for you if you don't dig real deep and try to figure out where this resistance started in the first place. Right. So you used the example of sometimes you still have a little bit of negative chatter about you're not enough. Right. Yeah. So instead of you just looking in front of a mirror and saying, I am enough, I am enough, I am enough, you have had to dig deeper into your past almost as far back as like a little girl. Right. And I would say that if it's not even within this life, you may even have to go as far as digging deep into a past life. It could even be something like that. Mm -hmm. You have to investigate and go back Find out where that fear came from, where that negative narrative came from, and you have to acknowledge it, you have to accept it, maybe rename it. I loved how you said that. I'm going to use an example. I have a New Year's resolution this year that I am going to be more gentle to myself and to trust myself. When I look back on where my journey started of not trusting myself, uh-huh. it goes as far back as when I was a little girl and I had told you that doctors were doubting my symptoms of asthma and saying it was all in my head and I was doing it for attention. Right. I didn't know this until me and my therapist like really looked back at my past. Yeah. And that's where it came from. They right. weren't mean to me. It was just that the medical world was not advanced enough to realize that asthma was really a lot more serious than they thought. Yeah. So I doubted myself and I thought I was crazy and I carried that for many, 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 many years and I still do sometimes. I think, oh, I'm just crazy. I don't trust my body. I don't trust my symptoms. I think I'm a hypochondriac. I've been told that it's all mind over matter. So now I'm going to take that past and know where it started and I'm going to set my intention and my New Year's resolution that this year I'm going to make space to be more gentle to myself and to trust myself and my body. So I'm looking at Mandy's shirt right now. It says, she believed she could, so she did. I, you know, that was one of my big things. I always felt that I couldn't finish anything. And the more I said I couldn't finish anything, the more I couldn't finish anything. Mm -hmm. But I needed to just, I couldn't just say affirmations. I think I can, I think I can. That wouldn't work. I needed to identify, like you just said, where is it that in my that life... That seed was planted. Because I didn't come here into this earth believing that I couldn't do it. Yeah. That was not an innate part of your soul. No. That was something that was taught to me. So where did I stop believing or when did I learn to not believe in myself? So you go back and you identify it. Sometimes it can be very painful and sometimes it can be just very silly. And if this is your resolution or your goal that you have... If there is resistance, you have to go back and find out what is standing in your way. Well, and I think you also brought up something really important about New Year's resolutions and law of attraction. We can say and put on paper what our resolution is going to be, but it's not like it's just going to happen. You have got to get into action. That's right. People tend to forget what action means. It's just like when you pray. When you pray to God, you have to do footwork. Yeah. Things don't just happen, and it's the same with the law of attraction. So, I mean, this is a little premature because we're not at the end of our episode today, but I would challenge our listeners to make 
their New Year's resolution something more soulful and not like, oh, I'm going to quit eating carbs. Right. I'm going to quit. I'm, go- I'm going to go to the gym. Right. Something a little deeper. Something a little bit deeper for yourself, especially with 2020 being the time of renewal. You see all these people going to the gym and the gyms are all super busy and they're hyping up about it and offering all of these memberships and everyone's in there for the first like three months and then everyone stops going. I mean, your intentions are good, but we have to talk about the fact that if we're going to make resolutions, then we have to get into a uh, deeper understanding on how to break bad habits as well. Yeah. You need to possibly identify triggers for yourself. And then find out ways that you can come up with a plan to substitute for something positive. Maybe you need a support system so you can find someone that you know will hold you accountable or be have like your friend or partner and accountability someone. If this is really something that you want to do in your life, then maybe do a workbook together. Um, I don't know. Find a support system. Reward yourself. You know, we are, we're always so quick to just be like, oh, I sucked. I ruined my New Year's resolution. Well, we never take time to just be like, you know, pat on the back. Good for me. You know, instead of saying I only lasted three weeks, pat yourself on the back and be like, good for me. I lasted three weeks. Right. You know, be patient and persistent. And some people have pretty deep resolutions. And I remember one of mine a couple of years ago was to seek some professional help because I had some pretty deep New Year's resolutions when it came to some relationships and some personal change. It's a good time to get into action and to start advocating for whatever it is you want to manifest or have in the new year. You know, I don't really know if I believe in New Year's resolutions. <laughs> I've never, <laughs> ever had any, really, yeah. ever. Yeah, I definitely am, agree with that as well. I kind of feel the same way about Thanksgiving. Like, why do people always just wait till be Thanksgiving thankful. to be thankful? be thankful? Right. You know, Valentine's Day and being a Hallmark uh, holiday. Yeah. You know, why do you have to only show your love uh, at Valentine's for someone? But the reality of it is you can do all of these things all year long. You can have a new resolution, new intention all years. Every New Year's, though, I, I do smudge my house. Oh. I open up the awesome. windows and I... I, I will set my intentions by saying, like, let this new year be a new chapter. I call back all my energy that belongs to me, and I release all the energy that does not. For the year, I like to do a New Year's meditation. I've been doing that for the past few years, just welcoming in the new year and setting my intentions for new beginnings. You know what? Uh, Shannon and I actually sell it on our boutique truck, and eventually we'll have it on our website. We have this wish paper I love yeah, the wish paper. I love the wish paper. You write something on it, you an intention, and you crumple it up, and mm-hmm. you put it down on this little other piece of paper, and you light it, and it floats up in the air and dissolves. Yep. It's beautiful. Yep. You know, journal. Journaling is another one. The crystal grid. Shanna, explain what a crystal grid is. The flower of life is a very common one. It has... A place for you to put a focal point crystal, like whatever your focused energy is, and then you have supporting stones that go around it. So if mine was that I wanted more empathy and compassion, maybe like a rose quartz in the middle. Right. And then you start placing other stones that support that around it, and it ends Mm -hmm. up just being a beautiful reminder and a really cool place with each one that you put down, you, you say something to yourself about how you're going to manifest and reach this intention. Mm-hmm. You can write your intention on the underneath the mat. 
Just fold mine up and stick it under my center stone. Oh, okay. You could, yeah, you yeah could and that. I also found um, it very interesting that one time when I moved into one of my 20 houses from moving <laughs> so many times, that there was a family that lived in our home before us that had set intentions on pieces of paper and surrounded it with um, some really cool coins, and they put it in this glass container with mm-hmm. three crystals, and they yeah, set it on some, top of their cabinet. Mm-hmm. It was really yeah. cool. But, you know, dream boards are another really cool way. Vision boards, yeah. Mandy and I actually did that for our truck. And you know what? We didn't stop either. We didn't just, like, do it and then stop. Like, we did, like, a main dream board, but we kept, like, visioning more. Actually started designing things, and it happened. You can't just think it. You have to feel it. You have to connect to it. Really sit with it. We we tend to just throw back some champagne and kiss the person next to us at midnight. <laughs> well, the thing <laughs> is, is that I think that the only thing bad about setting resolutions or these, I kind of look at them as almost expectations. And expectations. And lead to future resentments. <laughs> and you get to the end of the year and you're like, I didn't do anything I said I was out to do. So mm-hmm. you almost set up yourself for failure, I think, in many ways. Which is why I say, don't just say, this year I'm going to experience self-love for myself. Figure out first, why is it that you don't have self-love? Go a little deeper. And the path of resistance is something that we definitely should talk about. Because do what is easy. Do what comes to you easy. Okay, like if something is so difficult in your life that over and over you're trying and trying and trying and and you're going up these mountains and and there's roadblocks at every mountain and you just fall back and you cannot reach the top of that mountain, use your inner compass and find another path, find another trail, find a supported route of least resistance. You're not going to find roadblocks every single mountain you climb. And if you are, maybe that means that you're not climbing up the right mountain. Hmm. That's not your mountain. If it's constantly resisting. You always said this to me, Shanna. You always said, if you have to force it, yeah, then it's not going to work. If you have to constantly fight for something that continuously gives you resistance. Mm-hmm. It's like trying to force a square into a circle. Wow. And you know what? Here's the thing. Mountains make you stronger. All right, everybody has a, has mountains to climb. They make us stronger, but we have to move forward. Those consistent roadblocks, those are warnings that yeah. you need to choose another path. When you're talking about this, I actually was thinking about some resolutions I've made in my life, not on New Year's, just throughout the year. I mean, a resolution by definition is a firm decision to do or not to do something, okay? Mm-hmm. So there's been times in my life where... I actually, now that I have awareness to my body, when I started thinking about the ones that I made, I instantly felt that uncomfortable feeling in my stomach. And I wish I would have known then because I created mountains. You know what? Deepak had, uh, so it's really funny. So I get text messages from Deepak. They're homies. All the time. <laughs> so it's, uh, you can go to his website and anybody can get on his text message. No, list. don't tell him that. You're I know. I love it. it his, his picture pops up and everything. And she's like, hold on, Mandy. Deepak's yeah, Deepak texting just me. Texts me. <laughs> but it said the law of least effort, do less and achieve more and then graduate to do nothing and achieve everything. Whoa. Be around the people who are easy 
to be around and choose to live a life that flows. I just like envisioned like this person in this rapid like river, like the Colorado River where they go whitewater rafting and they're trying to go upstream oh, yeah. and they're fighting and fighting and resisting and resisting and they're and they're like, I'm such an idiot. Right. And they turn around and they let go of everything and they float and they just slowly move down this beautiful river and it's, watch life happen. I do that meditation with you're standing in a little river and it's pushing you back. You're not stable. You're unbalanced. And all of a sudden you hear a voice for you to turn around and you lay back in the water and it just effortlessly carries you. You're right. It's resistance. It's it fear. And sometimes us humans really like to get in the way of our own selves. Yeah. Wow. Life actually is not that hard. We make it hard. I saw a quote too that said, um, Life isn't that serious. What you put out to the world is what you're going to get back. You know, people always say, you know, I want to see change in the world. Well, be the change. You've heard that. Be the change you want to see in the world. It's true. Any thoughts that you're putting out, thoughts. Thoughts are energy too. Whatever you're putting out, you're going to receive. So if you are putting out, I believe I can and I'm actually doing it and I believe it now. I see it. I know I know that when I was little someone said I couldn't, but I see that I've grown from that and I can and maybe it was their insecurities that they didn't think that they could do it. Part of your journey, you renamed it. Right. And now I know that I'm the warrior of overcoming that and I can do it, I am doing it, and my thoughts are becoming actions, and guess what's happening? The world is all of a sudden shifting and supporting supporting my journey, and I am am believing even more because I'm feeling it, it's happening, I'm seeing it, everything I'm putting out is being returned to me, and I want to put more love out and more love's coming back out, I want to put more into my purpose, more into my journey. I want to go up this mountain. There's no roadblocks. I'm going higher and higher. And sure, it's it's hard to get up that mountain, but I'm doing it with support. Mm. And I'm doing it feeling proud that I can do it. Yeah, and so it's important to understand the difference between resistance and, and, uh, and it being hard. Because resistance is like these boulders are coming down the mountain yeah. at you. But being hard means that you're doing footwork, like starting a business, like starting our truck. It was hard. It was hard. But we were being supported. And let me tell you, the times that I felt resistance were the times that the journey was trying to teach me to step back. Yeah. Realign yourself. Yes. Okay. Like I started getting stressed about the money or 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 the resistance. Yeah. You know what I mean? There are things that are going to happen that you have to look at them as warnings. You know what? We talk about pain all the time being a message. Mm-hmm. Your emotions are messages too. That was one thing Mandy and I both heard that stuck out in that Finding Fred podcast. Mm-hmm. That I actually have it in my notes. Okay. So in Finding Fred, she, they asked a woman on there what she thought of anger. And she said, I think of anger as an emotion trying to tell me something and trying to tell me what I care about. Yeah, so what you care about. So she renamed yeah. anger. And I had to look at that last year. I was taught that anger is, a, is actually a blessing if... You can learn that it's a sign and it's trying. I loved that she said that. It's the same thing with pain. I think it's amazing. We need to stop trying to shut down our emotions, our pain. We need to sit with them, bring more awareness to them. They're trying to tell us something, trying to connect us with something. Mm -hmm. 
And if you connect with that, so fine, here's a boulder coming at me down my mountain and I'm feeling strong. Well, guess what? I'm going to be grateful for that because it's trying to teach me something. It's trying to connect with me to let me know that, you know what, maybe I need rest. And you know, that's, it's funny how our conversations went full circle because that's what I meant about taking this dark time of year where it gets dark earlier is finding comfort in the darkest darkness. Sometimes we need to be slowed down. Right. We need it. We need to get comfortable with that darkness. I think this is a really important time of the year to reflect, Mm -hmm. to go within, to hibernate, maybe to recharge, to set intentions. I mean, come on, let's, we all know no matter what, to 2020, we're going to all face challenges. They could mm-hmm. be small ones. They could be big ones. Right. So taking a moment to understand, you know what? Whatever 2020 brings if in the darkness, I'm going to be able to handle it. I'm not going to resist, though, because if it is resistance, then I'm going to turn and make a new plan. Because, I mean, honestly, I do believe you will end up on the right path, but it's just going to take you a lot longer. Mm-hmm. God, I wish I knew this years and years ago. I feel excited about 2020. It's a new chapter. And you get to write your story. You get to write that chapter. Right. It's time for Break That Shit Down. (laughs) (laughs) So set some intentions tonight. And really, as you're setting them, make them realistic. Also, if it's something that has been a challenge for you, maybe sit with it. Go a little bit deeper with that. Maybe do some smudging around the house with some sage. I loved that idea. Right. If you have any sweet grass, sweet grass is a way to bring in new positive energies. Start to really check your thoughts. Make sure that they're positive. Make sure you're feeling them. You know, if you don't feel something, but you're saying it, there's, there's nothing, nothing behind it. it. There's no substance to there's it. There's no substance. Yeah. Next week, our episode's going to be on my favorite person in the world, Thich We are so fortunate to have good people like him in the world. And I think that maybe you know, every once in a while, Mandy and I are going to do an episode like on some of the people who we really admire. And Thich is the first one we're going to do in 2020. Awesome. We wish you guys all a happy new year. Thanks for being with us today. We hope you will come back next week. If you like what you hear, don't forget to rate, like, and subscribe. Thank you. We rise to lift you up. Thanks for listening.